Good day. This is Patrick of Spider PI. I'm at 7 Media Intelligence. I have been accused more than once of being paranoid. As you know, paranoids have enemies too. Sometimes we don't even know who or what they are. Sometimes it's just circumstances. The car breaks down. Oh, you've got road service, so what could possibly go wrong? The good Samaritan who stops by to help might not be so good after all. So, you know, besides the basics, the extra few quarts of oil, the jacks, spare road flares, and, of course, that cell phone, I also keep a backpack with a few items that might be useful. Many of my cases as a private investigator have taken me to areas where the cell signal, the GPS, did not quite cut it. Driving out to find a witness in Amish country in Kentucky, miles and miles of road and cows and horses, cornfields, not a whiff of a satellite signal. The GPS went out about an hour down the highway. There was nothing but farmland, empty barns, horse-drawn buggies with hazard signs on the rear of the cart. The Amish don't use technology. It's part of their faith. The KGB, or the FSB, as it's now known, Russian intelligence, they have a saying. Don't trust technology. For one thing, tech is better at spying than the KGB, so there might be a jealousy issue. But in any event, they have a point. You're in the middle of your favorite movie. The best scene is coming up. Then white letters on a black screen. We have lost the signal. Reboot, reboot, it's too late. Spies and PIs have the same issues, the same frustrations. Now, we're in the information business, and a lot of the information comes from photographs and video. So we're kind of like snipers. Not with bullets, but with bits and bytes and digits. It's the camera shot, not the rifle shot, that causes us to wait in boredom and discomfort for hours and hours until the target appears. Hours of boredom followed by seconds of raw panic. Split seconds to hit the money shot. Tech fails, all the preparation, all the patience. It was all a bust. Audio surveillance on a dangerous target. The transmitter goes down. There's nothing but static, background noise. An agent I work with in the service in Europe arrived in Nashville. I turned on the TV screen years later, and my associate was on the local news. He was the new head of the DEA locally. So I called him. We got together. I brought him a book. He turned me on to some cool detective novels while we were serving together. Now here we were together in Music City. He was the head of the DEA. I was a private investigator with some contacts. Music City, USA. Two recording studios per block. So he asked me if I could hook him up with someone who could lift some voices from a drug house that he'd bugged. It worked. When it works, it's magic. It's always good to have a plan B. The plan B? A bag. A bag along in the car, just in case. Some ideas? One thing I'd like to carry is some quaintly concept they call maps. I carry several, actually. One is a map almanac, covers the entire United States, gives you kind of perspective, and the others would be specific to the region in which you're traveling. Most fueling stops have a well-stocked stash of uh, maps, and the locals there can also be helpful in giving us some tips, at least point us in the right direction. Men are often accused of refusing to ask directions, humbly bypassing the testosterone and admitting we're lost, could save us a lot of time and panic as the fuel gauge slips toward empty and the little gas pump on the dash begins to blink, topping off the tank at every opportunity. Some 
common sense self-defense. Also in the bag, flashlights, batteries, overnight supplies, just in case. Spare underwear, fresh shirt, toiletry kit, toothbrush, toothpaste, any kind of medications you might need, cash. Digital is convenient, but you can run into binds in the boonies. That big city plastic just doesn't go around these parts. The thingamajigger ain't working right now. K. Cash. I carry a flashlight, which has four major functions. Yeah, it's a great flashlight. But you click it twice, it's an emergency flash mode. There's also a blade on the thing, so you can cut through a seat belt if you need to in case of an accident and you can't unlock the belt. It also has a hard edge on the handle that can be used to, to break a window or whoop somebody upside the head. In, in love, of course, and self-defense. A first aid kit, always along for the ride. Gauze, scissors, tape, disinfectant, aspirin or ibuprofen, band-aids, bandages, tourniquet, clamps. If you don't ever need them, and I pray you don't, someone along the highway just might. You might have the opportunity to comfort and maybe even save a life. How cool would that be? Portable chargers for the cell phone, in the bag. If you're low on power, you plug it in and you go. In prices anywhere from 20 bucks to hundreds, depending on what your need is. Some businesses, in fact, even give away as promotional prizes. Make sure it's charged before you take off. Of course, a USB plug for the phone and some of the other toys you might bring with you. Plugs right into the cigarette lighter. I also like to carry a pair of binoculars and a monocular, just in case there's a license plate to read, or on less stressful days, a closer look at some element of God's creation that we might come across. Camera might come in there handy, too. A nice addition to the map, a compass. Now, we can tell directions from the sun and the time of day. We learned that from Boy Scouts. A compass gives us a little bit more precision. And if we're low on fuel, late for an appointment, or completely lost, nice to have it in the bag. Self-defense comes in so many different forms. Being prepared on the road, common sense self-defense. We've also heard that Many cities across the country have knuckled under this to this defund the police chant, and they've defunded, and the thugs love it. You've seen the videos probably on the news, so now, no police, who are you going to call? Bad boys, bad boys. Now, if the cops don't come, you better call you. Any of us willing to accept responsibility for our own safety, I... I would recommend you call Levi Montgomery first. Levi is the chief instructor for Lebanon Self-Defense, LebanonSelfDefense.com. Levi is not a karate instructor, although karate, taekwondo, and all that, they're all excellent skills. They do not necessarily correspond to what you might deal with in a realistic situation. The drunk in the bar making you play for your wife, the homeless man on the street with a baseball bat, the creep who gets his kicks or gang colors by sucker-punching some old woman. I've been training with Levi off and on for about 30 years now. His training has allowed me to avoid or control various precarious situations without violence. Levi has been an undercover operative and works with special forces throughout the world trained in 
very special interest military groups across the country and the world. Over 30 years. Who are you going to call? If it's you you're going to call, call Levi first. Levi Montgomery, LebanonSelfDefense.com, 615-828-5384. You're on a business trip. You take the wrong turn. You're on the way to a family reunion at Cousin Luigi's place. You've never been there before. The road is getting very lonely. Cell phone has gone black. You've got the bag. The bag is a backup. I'm that 7 Media Intelligence, brought to you by Lebanon Self-Defense, LebanonSelfDefense.com, and Levi Montgomery, and by Spider Investigations, Spider-Eye, S-P-Y-D-E-R-P-I.com, when you need to know. Free consultation, 615-482-2445. God bless. Keep you safe out there.